Welcome to the Doc Washburn Show, the show that talks about what you actually care about. We do, we do five shows a week whenever I can find time to do them because I am running all over the state of Arkansas, running for governor. Now, minutes after each live stream is completed, the Doc Washburn Show podcast is available for download at all your favorite podcast platforms. The Doc Washburn Show is on Twitter and Facebook, and you can email us at contact at docwashburnshow.com. This is episode 115 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show. It's Sunday, March 27th, 2022, the day of my first statewide TV interview. More on that in a moment. Why are rhinos in Arkansas getting nervous? Details on that also coming up in today's episode of the Doc Washburn Show. But first, yes, I was fired by one of the biggest radio companies in America, Cumulus Media, simply because I refused their vaccine mandate. Yes, it's obvious the last U.S. presidential election was stolen. No, my old employer wouldn't allow me to say that on the radio. And yes, there's all kinds of evidence out there. A lot of people are having serious negative reactions to the vaccines. And yes, we must keep the January 6th political prisoners in our prayers. So this is a really different kind of talk show. We're unmasked, uncensored, and unfiltered. If you'd like to support what we do, go to our website, docwashburnshow.com, and click on the button that says Become a Patron. Now, if you'd like to support my campaign for governor, go to the website, electdocwashburn.com. And that's where you can donate to the cause. Now, I want to say thank you to Roby Brock. He has a program called Talk, Business, and Politics, Roby Brock. And his uh, show runs at 9.30 on Sunday mornings on KATV in Little Rock, but it also runs at 9.30 Sunday mornings at KAI8, how do you say it? Kate 8, K-A-I-T-8, in Jonesboro, northeast Arkansas. And it also runs on KFSM Channel 5, northwest Arkansas, Sunday mornings at 10.30. So, What you'll see on the program, he does the first 15 minutes with uh, Joyce Elliott and the last 15 minutes with me. It's called Talk, News, and Politics. Again, on Channel 7, KTV, Sunday morning at 9.30 in Little Rock. And um, really appreciate the opportunity. Now, I don't know what's going to be edited out because I think we talked for about 22, 23 minutes. And he said, well, we only get 15 minutes. But he did say that uh, they had reached out to Sarah Huckabee Sanders' campaign 
on numerous occasions, and they always had a conflict. They're not coming on. Well, of course they're not coming on. She can't answer any questions. Now, Saturday, late Saturday afternoon, early Saturday evening, I was uh, at an interesting event, Faulkner County Republican Party. And I found it amazing that the daughter of an incumbent state senator in Arkansas was trying to prevent our campaign from passing out campaign literature, even though she had plenty to pass out for her dad, and even though plenty of other people were passing out campaign literature. The daughter of an incumbent state senator was telling a member of our campaign we shouldn't even be there because everybody there had made up their minds on who they're going to vote for for governor already. But she had plenty of campaign literature to hand out for her dad who's being challenged in the primary. Fascinating. Especially since On the last episode I did, I talked about how people were coming up to me after I spoke Tuesday evening in Benton County, Arkansas, saying things like, I never could have imagined that anyone could have possibly peeled away my support for Sarah as governor, but you just did. I'm voting for you now. The rhinos are nervous. They know that their gravy train, status quo, keep the taxes high, don't listen to the people, is in trouble. They know there's a distinct possibility that Sarah Huckabee Sanders will not be the Republican nominee, and it's upsetting them. Oh, well, you ain't seen nothing yet. So, uh, <clears throat> if she really believed that there was no point in us being there, because everybody at the Faulkner County Republican Party had already made up their mind who they're going to vote for, she would have had no reason to be upset and bother my people in my campaign. But she was upset. And she did bother people in my campaign. So the proof is in the pudding. Clearly, clearly, she understands that my message gets through to people and changes their allegiance from Sarah to me. Her dad is the same guy that I ran into um, the last Tuesday in February at the Republican Party headquarters, had a little party because a lot of them had filed for office that day. And with a broad grin, he told me that I had quite an uphill climb competing with Sarah for the Republican gubernatorial nomination. 
And I happily told him that Jeb Bush spent over $100 million. In 2016 primary season, got three delegates. I happily told him that Hillary spent more than twice what Donald Trump did in the 2016 presidential election. And if money was all that mattered, Jeb would have been our nominee and Hillary would have mopped the floor up with him. But uh, that's not what happened. And his broad grin turned into a frown, and he didn't have a response. So we hear that Sarah has raised something like $13 million and spent seven of it. However many millions she has left, it means one thing. She has money to buy commercials. But it doesn't mean that she has a message that's resonating with Republican primary voters because she doesn't have a message. I do. She can't afford to call for real school choice, to call for the money following the student instead of the school because she's cozied up to the teachers' unions. And because she has received a lot of contributions from liberal Democrat political activists outside Arkansas, including California. She can't afford to say that it is wrong for businesses to mandate vaccines on their employees. As a matter of fact, she's come out in favor of that. No, she'll say she's against government mandate, but doesn't have a problem with Walmart or Tyson, or anybody else mandates vaccines for their employees. That's just fine with Sarah. That's just fine. She can't afford to talk about the fact that the Office of Long-Term Care state agency is not adequately inspecting nursing homes to prevent the abuse of our precious elderly in the nursing homes because... Because she's told us what a great job Asa Hutchinson's doing. And because they've been looking the other way during Asa Hutchinson's administration and during Mike Beebe's administration and during her father, Mike Huckabee's administration. There are a lot of things that she can't bring herself to talk about. So no, there's not going to be a debate between Sarah and me because She can't afford to have a debate. Politically, that is. She's got plenty of money. But politically, she just can't take that chance. Again, as I've said before, there's an old Spanish proverb, show me who you walk with and I'll show you who you are. Sarah walks with John Bozeman, Aza Hutchinson, French Hill, and Mike Pence. And it says a lot. That says a lot. You know, Joe Biden said on Thursday that we're going to have real food shortages in this country. I think that's alarming. That is alarming. 
And it's intentional, too. He's not going to do a thing to stop it because he's not going to have a food shortage for his family. I don't see Sarah talking about that, which is odd because the last post on her Facebook page says, agriculture is the backbone of Arkansas's economy and our largest industry. Okay. So does it concern you that Biden is driving up the cost of food? Does that concern you at all? I was at Costco the other night, and I was thinking about getting a some of that lump crab meat because I'm trying to do this carnivore diet where you just eat meat, eggs, and cheese. I lost about 30 pounds on it. It's a lot easier to do it when I eat at home than when I'm out on the campaign trail. But anyway, it was at Costco the other night, and one pound of lump crab meat at Costco cost $34.99, one pound. Do you hear Sarah talking about what Biden's policies are doing to drive us all into poverty? No. She says he's a bad guy. She says she'll fight back against him. But how did he get in the Oval Office, Sarah? Did he win fair and square like your buddy Bozeman said? Or did they steal it, Sarah? She can't talk about that. She can't talk about that. So um, I'm looking at a picture, of, well, actually a video of Biden eating lunch, and he's surrounded by soldiers that are just kind of sh- staring at him like, who is this guy? Who is this guy? I tell you. Let me, uh, let me say it the way Stephen Miller, top uh, advisor to President Trump, says it. All of Biden's statements that the White House aides have overridden, telling troops are off to war in Ukraine, threatening to use chemical weapons, pledging regime change in Moscow. All these statements from Biden that the White House aides have overridden point in some direction toward direct military confrontation with Russia over Ukraine. Biden could actually stumble the world into World War III. Now, I'm talking about that. I'm trying to warn you. Has Sarah said a word? I don't think so. I don't think so. Speaking of Biden, this is only about uh, only about twelve seconds long. As a matter of economic security and national security for the survivability of the planet, 
No. As a matter of economic security and survivability, the survival the survival of the planet. The survival of the planet. <clears throat> the planet's going to do just fine. We mean survival of the planet. The main threat to civilization on the planet Earth would be a nuclear war, which Biden seems intent on getting us into. What a maroon. As a matter of economic security and national security for the survivability of the planet, we all need to move as quickly as possible to clean renewable energy. And we'll work together to help get that done. So even as energy prices surge, Joe Biden still refuses to unleash American energy. He says we all need to move away from fossil fuels. Now, the great... Talk show host Jesse Kelly out of Houston says the Democrat Party is so beholden to the climate change and LGBTQ wing of their base, they're willing to drive their party into extinction before they change course. People paying $5 a gallon for gas do not want to hear about how exciting this opportunity is to go green. They just don't. Now, one guy responded to Jesse Kelly saying, if he wanted to go green, why is he so against Elon Musk, who's the most successful at going green and offers viable solutions? Jesse Kelly had a great answer. He says, people on the right ask these questions a lot. Why don't they just listen to Elon Musk? Why don't the climate change people want nuclear? Jesse says, people. They don't care about the climate. They don't care about carbon. They care about destroying everything. And that's all they care about. Now, I'll tell you that. Will my opponent in the Republican primary for governor, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, tell you that? No, she won't. Why? Because she has too many out-of-state donations from liberal Democrat political activists. She can't afford to rock anybody's boat. I'm just telling you what's going on. You know, there are some, for that matter, members of our state legislature who have an R by their name, but they may as well be Democrats, just like just like Governor Asa Hutchinson. May as well be a Democrat. United States Representative Ronnie Jackson, former White House physician, out there on Twitter saying, Biden said food shortages are going to be real. Does he have a plan to stop this? I doubt it. Everything is getting worse in this country under Biden. Yep. And it is quite intentional. Quite intentional. And the only way they're getting away with it is because they stole the election. Again, 
another issue that Sarah cannot touch. Why? Because if she admitted that the election was stolen, well, it would upset a lot of her supporters, a lot of the people who give her money, like the Democrat political activists, or for that matter, like Mike Pence. No, no. Just a few months ago, she was in Indiana fundraising with Mike Pence. You know, a lot of us don't appreciate Mike Pence stabbing us all in the back on January 6, 2021. Just so you know. Just so you know. So, I said it before, I'll say it again. There have been a lot of wars in the last 30 or 40 years, a lot of people being killed, a lot of people being killed right now, different parts of the world. Why is it that Ukraine is the one they want us to care about? Why is that? Now, I want to I play a statement from Donald Trump And then I want to play the uh, give you the response from the talk show host out of Houston, Jesse Kelly. So here's President Trump at his Georgia rally from uh, Saturday evening, March 26. Another top priority when Republicans take back Congress should be to pass a bill immediately terminating every single COVID mandate. No more lockdowns, no more restrictions, no more hysteria, and no more masks, please, finally. We don't want our children going to school in masks, and now they're saying the masks don't work, and they still want the masks. In addition, a Republican Congress must stand up for parental rights in our schools. As president, I was proud to issue the world's first ban on critical race theory. That's another beauty. Joe Biden rescinded that order immediately upon going into office. One of the many, many bad things that have happened to us. But when we retake Congress, Republicans will ban critical race theory in our schools, ban it in our military, and ban it every part of our We're going to ban it in every part of our federal, state, and local governments. I had it totally banned. Now, Jesse Kelly said, for the people who say don't ever criticize Trump, this right here is why you must criticize him when he's wrong. Trump, to his credit, does listen to criticism. He was a vaccine salesman like 15 minutes ago, but look now. Again, the people who never criticize him are the biggest never-Trumpers. You know, he's got a good point there. Because a couple of months 
after the 15 days to slow the spread, he started saying, look, um, we need to make sure we don't make the cure worse than the illness in the first place. Know what I'm saying? He does listen to criticism. None of us is right 100% of the time. I thought that was really strong. Really strong. Now, you did hear what Biden said, right? Let's check it out. We will have a different future, a brighter future, rooted in democracy and principle, hope and light, of decency and dignity, of freedom and possibilities. For God's sake, this man cannot remain power. God bless you all, and may God defend our freedom, and may God protect our troops. Thank you for your patience. He says, for God's sake, this man cannot remain in power. Once again, the White House had to walk back the remarks from Dementia Joe, the usurper. Here's the quote from the White House. They said the president's point, he's not the president, he's the usurper, was that Putin cannot be allowed to exercise power over his neighbors or the region. He was not discussing Putin's power in Russia or regime change. He absolutely, positively, clearly was. But they get paid to lie. They get paid to lie. It's exactly what he was discussing, and they know it. And they know it. Some wonderful comments here from folks listening live in the middle of the night on the Podbean app. Terry says, morning, Doc. Thank you very much, Terry. Morning. Janie says, I was voting for Sarah before you entered the race, Doc. So glad you did. God bless. She says, I feel we're weak and Biden is a bumbling fool who can't control his mouth. We can't trust what Ukraine tells us, really. Not enough to go to war over. Boy, ain't that the truth. And I got more on that coming up. First of all, we're so thankful for our advertisers. Let me mention a couple of them to you. Now, if you've tried to buy a car recently, you realize there's such a chip shortage, you may have a hard time finding what you're looking for. People I know have actually had to buy vehicles from hundreds of miles away from where they live. That's where Red River Your Way comes in. Red River Your Way is a big old car dealership in the middle of the USA that believes in freedom, including... The freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV the way you want to. You can buy online, and they'll drive it to you no matter where you are. Red River Your Way makes, wants to make your car buying experience as easy and transparent as possible. That's why they've added technology to their website to put you in complete control of your payment options and allows you to complete the entire purchase process online. But don't worry. Red River experts are still here to help you every step of the way if you have any questions. Red River makes it so easy. As you browse their selection, you'll see each vehicle has a button on it that says Explore Payment Options. 
Clicking that button guides you through a few easy questions that then create personalized payment options you have complete control over. All you have to do is adjust your preferences and all the math happens automatically so you can figure out what monthly payment works best for your budget. Red River Your Way makes car buying online easy. Your whole car buying process is completely transparent. If you want to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV, order online from the nationwide car dealer that believes in freedom, the dealer that will deliver your vehicle to your front door no matter where you live, redriveryourway.com. You'll be glad you did. All right, now, if you're like most Americans, did Obamacare, the so-called Affordable Care Act, make your health care more expensive? Does your health insurance premium feel like a second mortgage? Does your sky-high deductible prevent you from going to the doctor? Do your sky-high co-pays keep you from going to the doctor? If you answered yes to any of these questions, there's a website you need to go to. It's called MyFamilyHealthPlan.com. Now, when you click on MyFamilyHealthPlan.com, you'll see the big bold letters, affordable plans, save 30 to 50% on premiums, personalized health coverage, low to no deductible, no copays, and the big beautiful red button, schedule, call now. When you click that button, you book a free consultation with my friend Art Wilborn, who will make sure that there are no gaps in your coverage. Also make sure that your personalized health coverage doesn't force you to cover something awful like abortion, which would violate your deeply held religious beliefs. Again, the website is myfamilyhealthplan.com. Affordable plans, save 30 to 50% on premiums, personalized health coverage, low to no deductible, no copays. Click the big red button, says schedule call now, book a free consultation with my buddy Art Wilborn, who makes sure there are no gaps in your coverage. Save money on your insurance at myfamilyhealthplan.com. You will be glad you did. So, um, got an interesting story here. I don't know if um, the mainstream media has covered this. I kind of doubt it. I don't know if Fox News has covered it. I kind of doubt it. Trump sues Hillary Clinton, DNC, James Comey, and dozens of others over Russia collusion hoax. Deborah Hine, American Greatness, has the story. Former President Donald Trump filed a bombshell lawsuit on Thursday accusing 2016 Democrat presidential nominee Hillary Clinton, former FBI Director James Comey, former FBI Deputy Director Andrew McCabe, the Democrat National Committee, Democrat law firm Perkins Coie, Fusion GPS, and dozens of other bad actors of working to destroy his presidency with a Russia collusion conspiracy theory. The lawsuit says, in the run-up to the 2016 presidential election, Hillary Clinton and her cohorts orchestrated an unthinkable plot 
one that shocks the conscience and is an affront to this nation's democracy. Acting in concert, the defendants maliciously conspired to weave a false narrative that their Republican opponent, Donald J. Trump, was colluding with a hostile foreign sovereignty. The 108-page complaint was filed in federal court in Fort Pierce, Florida, and seeking both compensatory and punitive damages. Other defendants in the case include former State Department official and spokesperson for Clinton, Philip Raines, former FBI counterintelligence agent Peter Strzok, and former Clinton campaign advisor Jake Sullivan, who's currently Joe Biden's national security advisor. Trump spokeswoman Liz Harrington told John Solomon's outfit, justthenews.com, Thursday, President Trump is going on offense. He's naming names, and he's going after these liars who tried to rig the 2016 election. And when they failed with the fake Russia collusion hoax, when they failed to stop President Trump from winning the presidency, they used, used it to spy on him to try to derail his presidency and his administration. Harrington said that up until the 2020 election, the Russia collusion hoax was the biggest political crime in our history. The complaint states, and I quote, Acting in concert, the defendants maliciously conspired to weave a false narrative that their Russian, counter, that their Russian opponent, Donald J. Trump, was colluding with hostile foreign sovereignty. The actions taken in furtherance of their scheme, falsifying evidence, deceiving law enforcement, and exploiting access to highly sensitive data sources are so outrageous, subversive, and incendiary that even the events of Watergate pale in comparison, unquote. So, Liz Harrington told justthenews.com it didn't work, but there was a lot of cost to it. She noted that Trump ended up paying more than $24 million in legal fees to defend himself. She added they are still harassing him. In a statement earlier Thursday, Liz Harrington blasted Mark Pomerantz, one of two New York prosecuting attorneys recently resigned after the Manhattan District Attorney said he was not prepared to authorize an an indictment against the former president. Harrington said a radical left lawyer who works with Chuck Schumer's brother at a Democrat law firm is upset the district attorney of New York has not yet pursued phony charges against President Trump. Says here it's troubling how politicized our justice system has become where Democrats are loaned out to gin up crimes against their political opponents. President Trump built a great business and did nothing wrong. New York should get back to solving their skyrocketing crime problem rather than spending so much time and energy on partisan witch hunts. On top of everything else, their firm represents represents the DNC, Democrats, and it's Hillary Clinton's law firm. Talking about Perkins Coie. This is disgraceful behavior and how somebody like that and others from his firm can be let loose to become prosecutors of a great Republican president is disgraceful. So bad, in fact, that professional prosecutors resigned in protest of this presidential persecution. 
They thought it was very unfair. Will this radical left law firm be held legally accountable for what they have done? Now, the suit was reportedly assigned to U.S. District Court Judge Donald Donald Middlebrooks, a Clinton appointee who is based in West Palm Beach, Florida. According to Politico, Middlebrooks in 2015 tossed out a civil racketeering suit filed against Clinton over her illegal use of a private email account and server to conduct government business while she was Secretary of State. I see. Well, we wish Donald Trump great success. Great success in his endeavors. It's crazy. I tell you, it's crazy. Now, Let me uh, share a little something here from Victor Davis Hanson, also in American Greatness, amgreatness.com. His little article is entitled, The Real Reset is Coming. Subtitled, The Prophets of the New World Order Sowed the Wind and They Will Soon Reap the Whirlwind of an Angry Public Worn Out by Elites, Incompetence, Arrogance, and Ignorance. So, Victor Davis Hansen says, Joe Biden believes the Ukraine war will mark the start of a new world order. In the middle of the COVID global pandemic, Klaus Schwab and global elites likewise announced a great reset. Accordingly, the nations of the world would have to surrender their sovereignty to an international body of experts. They would enlighten us on taxes, diversity, and green problems. When Donald Trump got elected in 2016, marquee journalists announced partisan reporting would have to displace the old, supposedly disinterested approach to the news. There's a common theme here. In normal times, progressives worry that they do not have public support for their policies. Only in crises do they feel that the political left and media can merge to use apocalyptic times to ram through usually unpopular approaches to foreign and domestic problems. We saw that last year. Fleeing from Afghanistan. The embrace of critical race theory, trying to end the filibuster, pack the court, junk the electoral college, and nationalize voting laws. These so-called new orders and resets always entail far bigger government and more unelected, powerful powerful bureaucracies. Elites assume that their radical changes in energy use, media reporting, voting, sovereignty, and racial and ethnic quotas will never quite apply to themselves, the architects of such top-down changes. So, we common folk must quit fossil fuels, but not those who need to use corporate jets. Walls will not mar our borders, but will protect the homes of Nancy Pelosi, Mark Zuckerberg, and Bill Gates. Hunter Biden's lost laptop will be declared by fiat, not news. In contrast, the fake Alpha Bank so-called collusion narrative will be national headline news for weeks. Middle-class lifestyles will be curbed as we're instructed to Strive for sustainability and transition to apartment living and mass transit, but the Obamas will still keep their three mansions. 
And Silicon Valley futurists will insist on exemption exemptions for their yachts. In truth, we're about to see a radical reset of the current reset. It'll be a different sort of transformation than the elites are expecting and one that they should greatly fear. The world and the United States are furious over hyperinflation that may soon exceed 10% per year. We'll be lucky if it ends only in recession or stagflation rather than global depression. The mess was created by the same apparatus who bought into the idea of modern monetary theory. That silly university idea claimed prosperity would follow vastly expanding the money supply, keeping interest rates at de facto zero levels, running huge annual deficits, piling up unsustainable national debt, and subsidizing workers to stay home. Natural gas and oil costs are now soaring to unsustainable levels and to the point where the middle class simply will not be able to travel, keep warm in winter, or cool in summer. Both in Europe and the United States, left-wing governments deliberately curbed drilling and non-Russian pipelines. They shut down nuclear power plants and subsidized costly, inefficient solar and wind projects. They ended up not with utopia but with fuel shortages High prices and energy dependency on the world's most repressive regimes. The woke revolution in the West was supposed to teach us that the so-called white male-dominated Western world was toxic. Its origins, ascendance, and current leisure and affluence were supposedly due to only to systemic exploitation, racism, and sexism. Elites introduced cancel culture, doxing, deplatforming, and social ostracism to shame these supposed exploiters and to destroy their lives and careers. Few asked how a supposedly noxious West of some 2,500 years' duration became the number one destination for millions of global non-Western migrants and offer the greatest degree of global prosperity and freedom for its citizens. So a reset reckoning is coming in reaction to the new orders championed by Biden and the Davos, Switzerland, World Economic Forum set. In the November 2022 midterms, we are likely to see an historic no to the orthodox left-wing agenda that has resulted in unsustainable inflation, unaffordable energy, war, and humiliation abroad, spiraling crime, racial hostility, and arrogant defiance from those who deliberately enacted these disastrous policies. Victor Davis Hanson says, what will replace it is a return to what until recently had worked. Closed and secure borders with only legal and measured immigration will return. Americans will demand tough police enforcement and deterrent sentencing and a return to integration and the primacy of individual character rather than separatist fixations on the so-called color of our skin. Victor Davis Hansen says, the public will continue to tune out of the partisan and mediocre so-called mainstream media. We'll see greater increased production of oil and natural gas to transition us slowly to a wider variety of energy, strong national defense, and deterrent foreign policies. 
The prophets of the new world order sowed the wind, and they will soon reap the whirlwind. Oh, an angry public worn out by elites, incompetence, arrogance, and ignorance. That's right, brother. That is absolutely correct, brother. No two ways around it. So, so what does it mean when you hear that um, some of these crazy scandals about Hunter Biden? Do you uh, you know what I talk, I'm talking about? Hunter. Now his dad Joe is being really, really creepy. He has given a beautiful young woman in Ukraine or from Ukraine, a Ukrainian refugee, a big hug. Now he is facing her with his hands on both of his shol- her shoulders, and he asks this question. Who do you owe those beautiful eyes to? Who do you owe those beautiful eyes to? He's being creepy again. He won't stop touching people young enough to be his granddaughters. For that matter, uh, you know, He likes kissing one of his granddaughters full on the lips in public. Regular basis. Seen it many times. Many times. The creep won't stop. The creep won't stop. Okay. New York Post's. Hunter Biden helped secure funds for a U.S. biolab contractor in Ukraine. Got it? Russia's assertion that usurper Biden's son Hunter was financing biological laboratories in Ukraine was based in truth, according to emails reviewed by the New York Post. A trove of emails on Hunter Biden's infamous laptop the existence of which was exclusively reported by the Post, October 2020, found that he played a role in helping a California defense contractor analyze killer diseases and bioweapons in Ukraine. Moscow has claimed that secret American biological warfare labs in Ukraine were a justification for its unprovoked invasion of the neighboring country last month. It doubled down on the accusations Thursday, claiming the labs produced biochemical weapons at the Biden family's behest. The Speaker of Russia's State Duma, that's like their Congress, uh, his name is Vyacheslav Volodin, said recently U.S. President Joe Biden, no, no, uh, usurper, U.S. usurper Joe Biden himself is involved in the creation of biolaboratories in Ukraine. 
Velodin continued saying an investment fund run by his son, Hunter Biden, funded research and the implementation of the United States military biological program. It is obvious that Joe Biden, as his father and the head of state, was aware of that activity. Velodin demanded a U.S. congressional investigation and a White House explanation. U.S. intelligence officials had earlier dismissed Russia's messaging as war propaganda, explaining that Ukraine's network of biological labs dedicated to pathogen research were not secret and had publicly received funding from Washington. However, Russia's new claim that the First Sons Investment Fund was involved in raising money for biolab projects in Ukraine was actually accurate. According to emails involving Hunter Biden's dealings in Ukraine, first obtained by the New York Post and initially reported on by the Daily Mail Friday. Rosemont Seneca Technology Partners invested $500,000 in the San Francisco pathogen research company Metabiola. They also raised millions more through firms that include Goldman, Goldman Sachs, according to the email found on the computer, which was abandoned at a Delaware repair shop April, 9, April 2019. As Joe Biden ran for president, Hunter introduced Metrobiola, the San Francisco pathogen research company, to officials at Burisma, the Ukrainian gas company where he was a board member introduce him for a science project involving biolabs in Ukraine, according to his emails on his laptop that he left at the computer shop. A memo from a Metobiola official to the then Vice President's son in 2014 said the company could assert Ukraine's cultural and economic independence from Russia. Metobiola Vice President Mary Gullian Mary Gudian also wrote to Hunter about geopolitical issues involving the company's research in the former Soviet Republic in April 2014, two months after Russia invaded and annexed the Crimea region. The Crimea region. Her memo said, as promised, I prepared the attached memo, which provides an over- overview of Metabiola, our engagement in Ukraine, and how we can potentially leverage our team, networks, and concepts to assert Ukraine's cultural and economic independence from Russia and continued integration into Western society. Days later, Burisma executive Vadim Porzharsky wrote to Biden about, quote, as you called, Science Ukraine Project, unquote. His email read, as I understand the Metabiola was a subcontract to principal contractor of the Defense Department engineering firm Black and Veach. What kind of partnership Metabiola is looking for in Ukraine? U.S. awarded $23.9 million to Metabiola later in 2014 with 307000 attached, allocated, that is, for a Ukrainian research project. And it goes on and on. Can't make this stuff up. 
can't make this stuff up. Again, the article over at Breitbart is entitled, Hunter Biden Helps Secure Funds for U.S. Biolab Contractor in Ukraine. So, why am I not surprised? Why am I not surprised? I mean, they do this kind of stuff all the time. All the time. Disney launching task force to make more LGBTQ plus content for children and families. Really? Really? Yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. But first, first, thankful for our advertisers, including my friend Justin Minton, M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton and Benton, Benton, Arkansas. And Justin is a former insurance adjuster, left the insurance industry to become a private lawyer, founded the Minton Law Firm to help injured people fight against powerful insurance companies and corporations, and he has really helped me out in three automobile accidents I was in. Two in 2019 and one December 17th of 2021. The Minton Law Firm has a great team of lawyers, including the 2016 Trial Lawyer of the Year and 2016 Outstanding Young Lawyer of the Year. The insurance companies take Justin Minton and his team of lawyers seriously because they know they can and will. Take your case to trial if need be. So, whether you want to go to trial or settle out of court, it's a really good idea to have a knowledgeable trial attorney on your side. Justin's senior agent bring justice to clients who've been injured and need somebody to stand up for them. No matter what the injury, Justin Minton makes sure the Minton Law Firm always works hard for you. So if you live in Arkansas and you've been hurt in a car wreck, hurt on the job, or maybe you or a loved one is suffering from the carelessness of another, Justin Minton Law, M-I-N-T-O-N, Minton & Benton, is here to help you. Just call the Minton Law Firm, 501-943-4195, or visit Justin Minton Law dot com today. All right. Now, I would like to tell you about the best kept secret in American healthcare. I'd like to help you out if I can. Let me ask you something. You got migraines, neck pain, back pain, vertigo, eczema, problems with your blood sugar? All right. Let's try this out. Look yourself in the mirror. Does one eye look bigger than the other? Are your eyes off balance? Are your shoulders off balance? Now, if the answer to any of these questions is yes, you probably need to get your atlas adjusted. That's how I get rid of my migraines and neck pain. Listen to me. Your skull weighs anywhere from 8 to 15 pounds. It rests on the top bone of your spinal column, the atlas, which only weighs 2 ounces. So it's really easy for that atlas to get out of alignment. If it does... Your whole spinal column could get kinked up like a chain, restricting your central nervous system's ability to send impulses to the rest of your body. It can affect your respiratory system, your reproductive system, your digestive system. And yes, it can cause migraines and neck pain and back pain and vertigo and eczema. Anyway, oh, and blood sugar problems. Do yourself a favor. Call 501 501- to seven nine two thousand nine. If you're in Central Arkansas, five zero one two seven nine two thousand nine for a free consultation to see if you need to get your atlas adjusted. If you're outside Central Arkansas, 
go to their website, turnmypoweron.com, and click on the tab that says, Find a Doctor Near You. All right? Now, a woman named Rebecca Koffler, a former officer in the Defense Intelligence Agency and the author of Putin's playbook, Russia's Secret Plan to Defeat America. And she's over at Fox News saying Putin heard loud and clear the call for regime change after Biden said he cannot remain in power. So... We all heard earlier in the show what she said. Or pardon me, what Biden said when he said, quote, for God's sake, this man cannot remain in power, unquote. Wow. Now, Fox News over here says that Putin has long suspected Washington was working on regime change, possibly through so-called color revolution to orchestrate a civil society uprising to bring about his ouster, according to Ms. Koffler. So Biden's remark at the end of his address in front of the Royal Castle in Warsaw confirmed Putin's suspicions, as, according to Koffler, the author of Putin's playbook, Russia's Secret Plan to Defeat America. Shortly after Biden's speech, however, the White House denied Biden was calling for regime change. We all played that for you earlier. Koffler said the Biden administration understood they made a mistake at a time when Russia is hanging on their every word. The cleanup shows the White House is not fully in control of the message. That's what she said. Quote, I would be interested in knowing whether that was in his teleprompter or not because people who create his speeches have responsibility for the for the American people to minimize security threats. If they put something like that in his teleprompter, that means those people are incompetent. Or or maybe worse, huh? Maybe not so much incompetent. Maybe worse. I mean, they're trying to turn us into Zimbabwe, right? They're trying to turn us into Venezuela, right? It's outrageous. It's absolutely outrageous. So, and there's so much. There's so much to talk about here. Yeah, we'll do this one. We'll do this one. All right, let me grab this. Get my headphones back on. Sometimes uh, late at night, I'm kind of drowsy, kind of sleepy. I take the headphones off, but I got to have them back on for this. All right, hit it, Brian. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. It's the Doc Washburn Show Tweet of the Day. Brought to you by RedRiverYourWay.com. Red River Your Way is the big old car dealership in the middle of the USA. 
believes in freedom, including your freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV of your choice online and have it delivered to your front door anywhere in the continental United States. All right. Tweet of the day. Great attorney Robert Barnes says, the same people who promised you Roberts, Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett would be Scalia-style conservatives are the ones demanding more war over your, over Ukraine. By the way, for your information, those three justices, Roberts, Kavanaugh, and Amy Coney Barrett, yesterday said that the Navy can end the career of Navy SEALs over their vaccine mandate. That's messed up, y'all. And that is your Tweet of the Day brought to you by RedRiverYourWay.com. Big old car dealership in the middle of the USA believes in freedom, including the freedom to buy a car, truck, van, or SUV of your choice. Have delivered anywhere in the continental U.S. All right. Having said that, You've been listening to episode 115 of the all-new Doc Washburn Show. The views and opinions expressed in the Doc Washburn Show do not necessarily reflect those of our advertisers, but they love us and we love them. Today's program has been produced by Tim Terrible, directed by Mick Messy. This has been a terribly messy production. Portions of today's show will be taken overseas and dropped. If you'd like a transcript of today's episode of the all-new Doc Washburn Show, simply peel the roof off a Rolls-Royce panel truck and send it to Mansur's Computer Solutions. Seventh floor of the ephemeral B. Smooth Building, Whitehall, Arkansas, in care of Sheriff Mansour Sempier X. Well, that's the way it is. Sunday, March 27th, 2022.